Hello and welcome to the Career Builders Podcast. I'm Mike Bird. I'm Lisa Pekosek. And today we're talking about adjusting to remote work. It's a timely issue, isn't it, Lisa? Yeah, absolutely. Everybody is working from home right now and thinking about working from home right now. So it's definitely on the top of mind for everyone. Yeah, we've shifted our release schedule a little bit to kind of accommodate what's going on in the world right now given that COVID-19 is just literally the top headline everywhere. Um, Before we dive into this topic, speaking of timeliness, if you're actually catching this episode on our release date on March 18th, I have a free webinar going out tonight for aimed mainly at people who are coming out of university or have just graduated. It's around something I call developing your personal unique value proposition And I think it's something that can be really helpful in terms of how you express yourself in professional settings and can be really good at just raising your level of confidence in some otherwise awkward moments that can come up in uh, over the course of your professional life. So quick plug over, let's get back to this topic. You've been working remotely, Lisa, for a while now, it seems like. Talk, Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so I've been working from home completely virtually since September of 2018. Okay. So uh, it's it's been about a year and a half. And prior to that, I'd been doing working from home in my various jobs for a number of years, probably close to five years. So I've had experience with this remote work for a long time, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and there are. it seems like there are more and more people that have spent most of their careers, if not all of them, all of their careers in in a remote situation. What have you learned over the last year and a half, especially? Um, a, a lot of things. I think that there's a lot of really important things that we can learn from not just remote work, but also learn from our in-office work that can help us with remote work. And we can get into some of those tips specifically, um, just around you know the do's and don'ts and how to really make yourself more productive. But overall, I think that it's just really important to have a strategy. I think that if you're going to be getting into this, having a strategy can only help you as you start to, to really work in your home space, which is now going to function as all space for you. Yeah, our, our new normal for sure. Yeah, I, I don't have quite as uh, long of a history in this kind of work setup. Definitely when I'm doing any kind of business work, it is in sort of like this virtual context. Mm-hmm. But a lot of my professional career has been in sort of a what you could call a brick and mortar setting where you're you're in a, a specific building with a whole bunch of people who have come together in one place. And now obviously we're all separated by uh, our own four walls. Um, okay. So when you talk about, when you think about a strategy for working remotely, what comes to mind there? It's really around being aware that you need to have some separation. Yeah. Whether that's physical separation, whether that's even mental separation, just to get yourself into working mode um, because you are, you're integrating. And, you know, the funny thing is when I was prior to fully working from home, my work from home days were great because I would be able to put a little laundry in and I would do some, I would be able to make my lunch and have like a nice lunch. And I, if I wanted, I could go grocery shopping at lunchtime. And there was all these little things that were a really big plus. It's very different though, having that occasionally from having that every single day, because if you get into that 
specific feeling about your work and having that kind of flexibility, you kind of end up going more towards not working. Mm, okay. From what I've found anyway. Yeah. Yeah. The, the mindset piece is really key. And I can, I agree with you in terms of having the separation sort of between where you work and where you live, even if that's within the same uh, place of residence. Uh, mm. I think for me, I know over the last three months, my own productivity with my business work has gone way up just given that I have this, this little writer's desk <laughs> set up in the guest room of my apartment and I'm no longer having to sort of haul my computer uh, when it comes to a podcast, setting up my mic, setting up my stand, putting all of this workstation together over on my dining room table down the hall. Like that was a real there was sort of like a cognitive switching penalty coming in there where I just, you know, it, it was kind of a drag to get set up for work and to be able to reduce the friction now where like I can walk into my guest room and my computer is right here. And the mic sits on a boom arm that's, you know, a foot away from, from the screen. And I just pull that and, and life just happens a lot more easily and work just happens more naturally when the environment is conducive to it. For sure. And we talked about that in our, you know, building systems for success. We talked yeah. about the physical environment and how much that actually impacts you. Totally. So that's a really great call out. Yeah. We'll throw those uh, two episodes that we did in the show notes for sure. What are some of the other challenges that people face when it comes to remote work? There's definitely a feeling of isolation that can come with it. You're, if you're in an office usually, and now all of a sudden you're working from home, social distancing, um, it can be very lonely. And so how do you kind of go about that? Some of the other challenges are that you might have other people at home that can also be distracting. Um, you might have other things on your mind, especially if you have kids or if you have other family members that you're taking care of. So there is a lot more to think about in that sense. Um, there are also some really great benefits too, though, if you're doing this the right way and if you're really managing your time and your space there are a lot of benefits. You don't have to deal with the commute. So you have more time in your day. Mm -hmm. You can have a healthy lunch that you've made for yourself with the delicious groceries that you picked up. You can find time for mindfulness. You can do breathing exercises. You could do 15 minutes of yoga. Like there's so many benefits that we also forget about, but that need to be worked in in the right way. Yeah, I hear you there. I mean, just prior to actually coming on to record this episode, I was doing uh, about a 30 minute yoga session with my girlfriend. So, I mean, that who is also working remotely right now, she's awesome. in a digital agency. And so their whole company is kind of maybe a little bit, it's a little bit easier for them to, to flip the switch and go all remote like that. Uh, just with the nature of their work being in, in, in the tech industry, mm -hmm. it's another thing, you know, working in some sort of physical uh, location to then all of a sudden ship everyone off um, I've heard of someone having to face a temporary layoff because their business is basically they're in the uh, travel accessories business. So like they are wow. literally doing nothing, unfortunately, right now. Yeah. But if you can find ways of actually like connecting with the people who are in this situation, like you can kind of, this has been a, an opportunity for me to really bridge some gaps with people. Obviously I get some time with Megan, that's unique because I don't normally have lunch with her. Yeah. 
But yes, now you're able to easily jump into these new conversations with people around this pressing topic that wasn't here even for us last week, basically. It can really just sort of create a new opportunity for connection, which I think is something we shouldn't overlook. For sure. And I think a really good place to start with all of this in creating your strategy around your work and your personal life is to kind of just sit down and think about what your priorities are for the next two or three weeks. Mm -hmm. So if your priorities are going to be your work, your health, your relationship with your partner or your family, set those out as your real priorities and take a look at every day and say, what do I want to be doing to improve each of these areas every day? Because there is a huge opportunity there that we probably wouldn't have otherwise. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. You're so, I totally agree as far as the, the notion around having more time because of the lack of commute and just a few other things. I mean, you don't, I don't have to put on a dress shirt and a tie anymore. We can talk about (laughs) actually getting dressed for work from home, Mm -hmm. but yeah, like to me, this is really a tremendous opportunity. I know for what I'm trying to do in my business life, this has been a huge boon. For sure. Yeah. And there is, I mean, I can attest to the fact that this is taking a lot of emotional toll as well. So you do need to take care of yourself. There's a lot going on, even just kind of limiting the news that you're, you're intaking. Um, if, if there's something, if there's a reason that you need to be keeping track of the news for, you know, people who are still working or whatever that might be, um, definitely do that. But if you can limit your intake of the news, Mm -hmm. I think that that is extremely helpful just because it's not, you can't do anything about it. You don't have any control over the situation. So focus on what you need right now and then leave the sensational world events and constant breaking news for times when you really need it. Yeah, for sure. It is a great time to be in media and journalism and all that jazz because eyeballs are just going to CBC and CNN and all that stuff. And that's, that's their business is to, to create that traffic. I, I think I've probably gotten it down to about one or two news checks a day. And then, because you're right. And then this is what I, I wrote about this on, on Sunday in my weekly newsletter, just like you can choose to put your focus on, this is a Stephen Covey concept, like the, your circle of influence, the things in your life that you can can directly act on and your work, your relationships, yourself, (laughs) your health. Yeah. Or you can direct your focus to your circle of concern, which is exactly that. They're concerns that you can't really do anything about Mm -hmm. to actually be as effective as you want to potentially be day to day in this remote environment that we're now in, making sure that we stay super focused on the circle of influence yeah, and not I love the concern. That. That's, that to me is one of the big takeaways from this, this period we're in now. For sure. One of the other things too is um, I know that there's a lot of people who, especially people that I've, I've talked to who are potential clients who are in a place where their work has been really, really crazy up until this point. And I know a lot of people now whose work has you know, shut down basically for three yeah. weeks. So there's people who are working from home and there's people who have really shut down. And it's also an opportunity to kind of look at what you're doing and say, is this what I want long-term? And if it's not, how can I start to develop some skills that are going to be important to me? So instead of focusing on, you know, oh my gosh, this is such a disaster, 
how can you start building? How can you start, how can you use this time to start building a future for yourself that will be extremely successful? Yep. Yeah. Let that slow down and pace be a gift for yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure. A lot of people have been asking for this for a long time. I wish that things would just slow down. Yeah. Surprise. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you wanted it or not, here yeah. it is. I'm thinking about the people that are in a situation where they are not really able to work remotely and business activity has slowed to the point where it's just like, you know, maybe they're, they're pretty much unemployed at this point for at least hopefully not too long. Mm-hmm. But if you were to think about them, someone in that position and say one thing to them, like, what would it be? That's a really good question. It's tough. It's, it's really stressful. And I cannot pretend to imagine what somebody in that situation is going through. Yeah. Um, but in terms of things that they might think about doing is, is looking around and saying, where is there a need right now? Yeah. Is there anything that you can be doing in terms of childcare, in terms of grocery delivery for neighbors? who may not be, who, who might be at higher risk. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not easy to start things up like that either, but it's just something to consider. Um, and other than that, you know, spend the time learning new things for now. Is there something that you've always hoped that you could do that you've been putting off? Um, is there something that you'd like to learn? There's probably lots of free courses and, you know, a lot. I know that a lot of coaches right now are offering reduced cost or, free content as well, just to help people. So that could also be an option. Yeah. It's the point about addressing the new needs of now. Uh, I saw Jonathan Stark post a webinar. He normally talks a lot about business development from sort of an independent professional standpoint, but he released a webinar that went out today for (laughs) parents who now have to contend with having their kids present at home because that's Mm -hmm. been his reality for for years now working from home and homeschooling his children so that's a reality that he's used to and that that's probably not um a circumstance that i feel like i can really bring a whole lot to that i can't bring a lot to that discussion now in in this show but that was an amazingly tuned in move on his part to address the need that has presented itself yeah, absolutely. So yeah, just keep helping people is, is kind of what he was saying as he put that out there. That makes sense. I find sometimes um, I'm someone who can definitely benefit from some scheduling. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things kind of flow and, and I'm, I'm kind of working from one thing to the next and I'm not super structured. But I do think <laughs> that on some things such as eating, I know that sounds really simple, but if I don't have a sense of when I'm going to eat in a day, I actually don't. If I'm actually really sucked into the work that I'm doing, hmm. it's amazing. I can just really just like wither away at my keyboard <laughs> and it's not healthy. And so does that ever happen to you? So I'm a little bit of the opposite. I like to eat every two hours. So okay. it just kind of happens throughout my day. Um, but I've definitely had talked to people who have been in a similar boat. Um, so how do you how do you deal with that? I right now I'm I'm pretty forward about going over to Megan, my new remote co-working partner, <laughs> and just saying, you know, 
what time do you see yourself being able to eat? She's kind of got a busy meeting schedule right now, but I mean, I, I press that issue and it keeps both of us kind of focused on, you know, having a, a break somewhere mm-hmm. in our day. She would normally have some sort of a version of it as, as would I normally like a structured lunch, you know, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. And then to make sure that that's, that's somewhere on our schedule or we have a time in mind for when that's going to happen. And, and we're ready to step away from what we're doing to go, to go make lunch, which is fantastic. I, you know, I'm going to eat some great lunches over these next couple of weeks. I'm sure of it, but really being committed to finding a time and, and yeah, block it, make it happen. Don't, don't let some other potentially high priority thing disrupt what is a really high priority eating and taking care of yourself is, if you stop doing that, there are no other priorities in the end. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. And I think that that ties into a lot of time blocking, which can be helpful when you're working from home yeah. as well, just in general, um, whether it's, you know, time blocking for your morning exercise, time blocking for the food, time blocking for connecting with people, time blocking for creative work. And this is true whether you're in an office or whether you're at home. It's just that when you're in an office, it comes more naturally. Whereas when you're at home, you tend to have to really put more effort into it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. There's just, when you're at the mercy of potentially other people's schedules or uh, the nature of the environment you're in, like the way the building functions. Yeah. Like it can be easy to let time just sort of slip away unmanaged in a home setting where Mm -hmm. it's your own domain and it's just you a couple of weeks ago at a conference, I heard a guy named Brad Ion, and he's a very interesting guy, talk about the idea of, he was giving a talk on time management. And for him, he mentioned the idea of setting time to a task. Like that's kind of how he defined time blocking. Don't, don't do the opposite. Don't set a task to a, an amount of time. Meaning that like, if you and I were to get on a call at 9am on Thursday, and we said to ourselves, we have the whole morning to record this episode, we would maybe be sitting on a two and a half hour piece of content that no one would ever want to listen to. <laughs> so uh, true. But instead, what we do, right, with this show is we say 30 to 45 minutes to yeah. ourselves, to our guests. That's what we're always gunning for. We've been a couple of times, we've been above or below that. But we set the amount of time to the task and when it's over, it's over. And yeah. that's what keeps things really productive for us, I think, in this, in this production of the show, which is, has so far been really great. For sure. Yeah. And when you're doing that at home too, you can set alarms for yourself. So you can schedule out your day so that you get a, a notification on your phone that says, oh, you're done with that now, time yeah. for something else. Exactly. To keep you accountable. That guy I mentioned, Brad Ion, he actually does that for everything that he, basically everything in his life that has to do with work. So when that timer goes off, it's on to the next thing. Yeah. So we'll post a link to his website. He has some really interesting content out there. He's basically a a, a PhD researcher on time management. Cool. And yeah, we'll, we'll talk about him, I'm sure, another time. But Okay. Curious. So like right now you're wearing a really cool hoodie from your brother's gym. Yes. Which is fantastic. Rooting (laughs) for the family businesses. Torque barbell. Torque barbell. Amazing. What an awesome plug moment for that. Yeah. (laughs) Is, is that 
for you, like, is that how dressed up you have to be to function at an optimal level? So for me, I, I generally need to actually put on my work clothes to mm-hmm. feel productive. And that's something that I do consciously every morning. Um, my work clothes have shifted. I don't wear suits at home anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I do have, have an outfit that makes me feel professional and makes me feel like I'm, I'm basically, if I feel like I can leave the house and meet up with a potential client in that outfit, then I'm comfortable enough mm. to wear it while I'm working. It's mm. a great gauge. Cool. That's good to know. I, I know there are some people that have built their businesses or they work remotely in pajamas all the time. It's happened for me occasionally, but I do feel a difference when I'm wearing at the very least jeans that I would go outside in yeah. versus just what I would sit on the couch in. And I started out doing that. Don't get me wrong. When I was first do, I was like, this is great. I can just roll out of bed. I don't have to get mm. ready. And um, I found that my, my headspace, I just, I wasn't as productive. And yeah. so for me, it was a very clear difference in that when I dress up, I put on a nice shirt, I throw on some leggings. Um, then I feel like I'm ready for the day and I'm really, even with clients too, even if I'm just on the phone with somebody and I used to do this for interviews when I was doing phone interviews, I would actually put on a suit jacket if I was having a phone interview, just because that made me feel professional and ready to, to kind of take on that next conversation. Yep. Um, so whatever you feel comfortable in, that's going to give you that same feeling is what you should be wearing. Yeah. I hear you on that. On the flip side. So, I mean, that's a, I think a really important cue or a trigger for how you start your day or execute certain functions. How about ending your day? What are some of the things that you've been able to kind of groom into your routine that allow you to say, you know, at this time or when this is done or whatever, like I am walking away and I'm going back to the rest of my life. It, it usually is putting on a hoodie. Um, <laughs> which is kind of funny, but it is getting more comfortable. I have a space in my house. That's my home office. Mm -hmm. So it's a very physical space that when I'm working in my office, I'm very productive. And when I leave the office, I shut my computer down. Um, I try to stay off my phone, although it's something that I'm working on, Mm -hmm. but even just not checking work emails after six o'clock, that kind of thing uh, can, can really help to get you in the mindset of like, all right, I'm now in relaxation mode. Yeah. I, I admire the people that are really good with that. And I know some people high up in organizations that are really solid at just putting everything away at a certain time when it comes to work and they'll get to whatever is there the next day when it comes. I, I think that's critical for our long-term just sort of social and mental health. Yeah. One of the other great things to do just to kind of close off your day is to set up a a to-do list for the following day. Mm -hmm. So sit down and say, what are the top three priorities that I have to do tomorrow? So that when you start your day, you're already ready. You know what you need to do. There's no stress there about like what's going to, and I mean, all sorts of new things show up every day, but at least that way you're going into your next day feeling confident in what you're doing. And you can close off the day too, not thinking, oh, what are all the things that I need to do? You've kind of closed it off mentally as well. Yeah, exactly. Whatever kind of routine you can develop really around shutting down. Mm -hmm. 
It's kind of what I'm hearing there that can really help you to just sort of have some sort of, it's about improving the separation between work and the rest of our lives in our home space. Exactly. Cool. On a really fun light note at this time where we're not really supposed to hang out with too many people. (laughs) uh, I don't know if you've done this, but the idea of virtual dinner dates have yeah. you have you actually done that? I mean, it could be extended to so many things, right? Virtual coffee, virtual lunch, whatever. But the we're in a world now where an internet connection and our Zoom accounts and a screen can allow us to actually be in front of people, whether we're quote unquote at work or in our work mode or not. And I think when we're in this weird time, these creative adaptations. I think can be really beneficial. Have you, have you heard of that or contemplated a virtual dinner date? Oh yeah. Um, so I haven't done a dinner date, but I've definitely, I was actually at a virtual baby shower, which was cool. really interesting because the, the mother to be was in Calgary. And so she was joining us via video, which was really cool. Um, I also, because I have been working from home for so long, I take the opportunity to just meet and have coffee with people all yeah. over the world. Yeah. So that's something that I've been doing for a long time. And it, I find it to be really fun because it, you can chat with people wherever they are. And, and it's, you know, you get to see all sorts of different landscapes at people's windows. Um, but even beyond that, so a couple of friends and I were actually just chatting earlier today about setting up an online virtual coffee every morning to just kind of mm. start our day because we're all feeling kind of the weight of this. We're all feeling the isolation. So at 9.30 every morning now, we're going to get together for virtual coffee. And if you can make it, great. If you can't, great. And we'll just kind of see what comes of it. I think that's so cool. And we as a human race are being challenged right now in terms of how do we maintain community, mm-hmm. uh, which has been kind of what I think has been arguably the greatest asset in human history is the ability to work together among each other. And so I think that's a great way of being able to just maintain those social ties and that sense of community as we sit in our living rooms alone, otherwise potentially. So. Yeah. And I think we'll actually miss it when we go back to (laughs) regular life. (laughs) Yeah. Like why? Yeah, exactly. Where's my daily coffee. Um, But I think that the the virtual dinner idea is a really cool idea too. Is that something that you've been considering? Oh yeah. Actually my, uh, (laughs) Megan's got a virtual uh, book club meeting tonight. Awesome. Uh, Normally would be in person with six or seven friends and a glass of wine and the book they're reading and all of those things will still be present. It's just that everyone will have a screen in front of them. That is so Um, cool. So yeah, like, I mean, there's lots of ways that you can maintain the social. We have that Maslow's hierarchy of need, right? Where we have that social element to yeah. our being. We need, we need to find some way of checking that box. And I think that's a really important way of doing it. Definitely. What else have you got on this topic, if anything? It's, uh, I hope it's a topic that goes away soon for a lot of people. Yeah, agreed. I would say if you can, just really, you know, going back to what I had started with, just set some intentions for yourself, even do that on a daily basis. When you wake up in the morning, if you can set a morning routine for yourself, this is something that I've heard so many people Mm -hmm. suggest. And there's, there's a few facets to it, you know, learning something new. So reading for 10 minutes, doing a a short meditation, um, 
doing a gratitude journal can be really helpful in these difficult times, getting some exercise in there. Affirmations are a great one. Uh, and then also just, you know, planning for your day, setting goals, that kind of thing. If you can yeah. set something like that up for yourself, it's a huge difference in terms of the, the feeling that you have when you start your day and which carries on throughout the rest of the day. Totally. Yeah. You can really create some momentum there. Uh, and I think one thing I would add to that really good list that I don't know if I've, if I've consciously or if I've subconsciously turned on to this is just the idea of being aware of what other people are facing right now. And, mm. and when I am on social media, typically I'm on LinkedIn and just reading people kind of having to deal with different struggles and hurdles right now, just like spending some time pitching in a little bit of support, even if it's just a comment or, you know, a, a really, really quick, Hey, I, I hear you right now. And, and I hope things get a little bit better. Or if you have a resource for someone that they could really use, yeah. now's a great time to start sharing that stuff. For sure. Yeah. I feel like we could also um, talk about Samantha, Chris's good news. What's, oh yeah. What's Let's, the group called? Yeah. I think is it good news now. Good news now, yeah. Good news now. That's a great initiative. Yeah, let's let's just Samantha was a guest on our show a couple months ago and another coach with a really cool background. And so she started a Facebook group called Good News Now where people can just go in and just share positive stories. Yeah. And it can be about yourself, it could be a, could be about people around you but it could also just be about the world in general. I think that was an amazing idea on her part. I absolutely love it. I've invited so many people to the group because there's funny memes, there's yeah. amazing stories, there's stories of community. It's Honestly, it's if I'm going to read the news, that's the kind of news that I mm -hmm. want to be reading. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. Really uplifting stuff. And we could all use that, I think, right about now. For sure. Cool. I think that's all I've got on this topic at the moment. Maybe I'll, maybe we'll come back to this in two weeks after I've been stuck in this for even longer. I'm supposed to be on remote work for uh, two weeks, but, um, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see if that's the case yeah. or if it goes longer, but definitely to you, dear listener, who's, who's tuning in. And if you've been tuning in now for a while, we certainly appreciate you. And um we're in the uncharted waters that you are in. And if there's anything that we can do to kind of help you out, don't be afraid to reach out to either one of us. Absolutely. We are in this together. Absolutely. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, we'll call it a week there and get back to our more regular programming next week. For the Career Builders Podcast, I'm Mike Bird. I'm Lisa Pekosek. And we'll be with you again soon. Hang in there. Bye. Uh, so I just realized that earlier on in the episode, I talked about a webinar that I was doing today and didn't actually point you in a direction for where you could go to sign up for that webinar. It's pretty easy. If you go to my website, coachwazo.com, uh, which is C-O-A-C-H-O-I-S-E-A-U.com forward slash W3W, you'll find the link there to sign up and Hopefully, if you can't be there for this month's W3W webinar, I'll see you in future months. I do it every third Wednesday of the month. Totally free. Come on out. We'll hang out and get better.
at life. Bye.